The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back to the Wednesday episode of Brutal Nation. Ta-da! I'm your host, the illustrious, the fabulous, the super-duper pooper trooper himself, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, ooh, excuse me, a sandwich, the only, the giving me a weird look right now. Because you just burped and said sandwich. So. Well, it's a good sandwich. What can I say? Tammy, the Sasquatch, Underwood! <sighs> Take it away, Tamo. We need that intro music for me, like the wrestlers back in the day, you know, so I can come down beating my chest going, oh. I need to get more effects inside the bank yeah. thingy majigger so I can start throwing some of that shit in here, too. Did you like that Wookiee video I sent you this morning? Yeah, it reminded me of Yeah, me that's of when you. you woke me up all nastily. I had to show you I'd whoop your ass. <laughs> It's all about the Wookiee, yeah. the Wookiee. I mean, if anybody wants to know what Scott thinks about me, watch the Bobo Fett curse stand fight on YouTube. <laughs> I'll send you the link. Just ask me for it. And that's me when Scott wakes me up so rudely in the morning. I didn't. Get the I just, fuck out of bed. I didn't say that. I just sent you a text um, excuse message. Excuse me. I will read what you said. Read it. I think I it was very nice. It was polite. Uh, no, it was not. Hang on. Let me find Scott Alexander. Um... Let's see here. What time are you going to be here? Are you awake yet? Wake up. All like back to back. Uh And then I said, fuck off. That's not how you're supposed to wake me up. And then I and then all caps, which means he's yelling at me, says, wake up, fucker. Where there is fuckery to be done. Uh So then I sent you the video because I'm going to kill you. Because there's fuckery to be done. And then you say, then I then you say, Get your ass to work. <laughs> uh-huh. That sounds about right. Yeah. No. I'm just saying. I would want to come to work sooner if somebody woke me up better. You know, coffee and a sausage McMuffin, no egg. Oh, okay. Well, I have an alternative to that, which is wake the fuck up. Get over here so we can work. See, if you want me to produce quality work, be nice to me. I can't. I know. When I stopped off at the coffee shop, I go, what? How, much, how many shots are in your big cup? And she goes, five. I said, not enough. Can I have seven shot? I said, wait a minute. And I put my arm up and I tapped it. I said, just put it right here. <laughs> <laughs> she started laughing. She thought it was funny. That is but, awesome. Yeah. So you've been teasing me with this Harvey Robinson. Well, I dude. wanted to warn you that there is a little bit of, there's something in here that I didn't like. And there's something you're not going to like. But um, yeah. All right. Not quite Craig Price. Oh, fuck my not, life. Not, not. Donald, Ga- not Pee Wee Gaskins. Double fuck my life. But, um, yeah, I don't like him. He's probably one that I'm going to have a heart. I want to write to him, but I'm going to have a heart. I'm going to have to sit down and, like, edit it because I'll probably <laughs> take out all my aggression first and then I'll reword it, you know. <laughs> all right, shoot at me. So, um, this one, I believe, because we're going to discuss it later, but I believe this one is going to be uh, a good discussion on childhood psychology. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but um, he was 17 when most of his crimes were committed, but didn't, the, I think the last one was when he was 18, so he was tried as an adult, and you'll find that out, but he is our would-be Wednesday. His name's Harvey Miguel Robinson. And he was born in Allentown, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. you know, when the factory shut down in Allentown. I know exactly where that is. Yeah. Well, that was a Billy Joel song, but oh. 
Dude, you need to get hip with the piano man. He was born on December 6, 1974. So he's between you and I in age. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So even though uh, we couldn't find out very much information on what his early childhood life looked, I, looked like, I will tell you what we did find. Um, and what we found was kind of significant. Um, he was an only child. His father was a violent, not unviolent, a uh, violent. <laughs> Um, alcoholic who severely abused Harvey's mother. Uh, for the first three years of his life, he frequently was a witness to his father arriving home in a drunken haze. And when this happened, he couldn't do anything but watch as his father used his mother as a personal punching bag, mm-hmm. which we've seen a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's not like anything we haven't seen with this type of, you know, with our true crime cases. And it adds into what I said yesterday, right? which is, Programming. Right. The cycle of violence. and Yeah. My nose is... My nose is actually itchy. So, and I don't want to... No, I have clean it. I was going to say, Jake, hand me a whole box. My nose is itchy, and I don't want to stick my finger up my nose. Because, you know, that's just... I do. I know, but I'm not a man. I will get up there one, two knuckle. You know, I don't like to do that because I'm prone to bloody noses, but, Ah. you know. So, this cycle continued until Harvey was three years old. And his mother finally made the decision, which is a hard one to make, to leave her husband and file for divorce. Mm-hmm. After that, he didn't see much of his father, who would later get arrested. Uh, the man beat his new girlfriend to death and was sent to prison. This, however, did not stop the young boy from idolizing the wrong parent. Mm-hmm. You know? And Harvey himself wound up going in and out of the juvenile system for the majority of his childhood, beginning at the age of nine. Um, most of his offenses were for drugs, assault, and burglary. Now, experts saw from that early age, though, that he was starting to show signs of sociopathy, which, understandable, right? Um, not to mention, he truly enjoyed when other children feared him. And I have a side note here that it probably gave him a feeling of control he never had up until that point. Yeah. You know? Um, he had absolutely no tolerance for authority, and he lashed out at his teachers and the authorities. Um, allegedly, he suffered a severe frontal lobe injury somewhere during his childhood. Um, but my researcher wasn't able to find any medical records or anything to substantiate that. Um, and they're saying it caused him to act out in school and throw raging tantrums when he didn't get his way. However, I can see if he was a victim of abuse too, then I can see that being a factor. It could have happened, you know, so I'm not going to rule it out. Um, Because a lot of kids who suffer abuse at home, their other parent doesn't take them to get treatment. So there's no proof. Um, His lawyers had tried many times to use that as a mitigating factor in his crimes. And while these injuries do oftentimes cause a level of violence in the in the uh, sufferers, it is no way excuses his behavior. Um, because of the near constant trouble what he was in, he did drop out of school after the 10th grade. Okay? The fact that he was only 18 when he was apprehended for his crimes makes him one of the country's youngest serial killers to date. But however, as we already know, he's not the youngest because that was Jesse Palmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what episode he is. Wasn't but- it Palmer Roy? Yeah, Jesse Palmer, you're right. I knew it was 
I knew that My wasn't right. My mouth is so full of sandwich, but this is a damn good sandwich. No, I, I thank you for correcting me on that, but Pomeroy. Um, anyways, <laughs> at age 17, at 17 years old, Harvey eventually got p- bored with his petty crimes. Um, he and the menacing he was causing, which is just troublemaking. And on August 9th, is it raining? Yeah. Okay, I was wondering if that's what I was hearing. Actually, I'm peeing. Yeah. On August 9th, honey, you're sitting in the chair. You need to get up. The bathroom's two feet away from you. Why? I'm done. (laughs) I know. On August 9th, 1992, he really took his criminal behavior to a whole new level. He broke into the home of 29-year-old Joan Berghardt. And she was a nursing assistant who lived alone in an apartment complex. And he broke into her house by smashing the patio door. He stole $50 and a mirror. Now, we've seen them steal weird things in Russia. Why would he want the mirror, Scott? Number one. I need Because I ask you this because I know you know. Number one. I'm not hating on him. Just tell me why. What, they, what the gang of Amazon stole was not weird. I already cleared all I that I know, and you... One. It, you explained why Maxim Petrov stole what he did, but exactly. why the mirror? Come on. You make me sad to even ask that. Number one, he's a young man. He wants to look good. You need a mirror for that. Now, obviously, he already had the hair product. Okay. And he had a comb. Okay. Then I've got a burp. Thank you for doing that away from the mic. So he needed the mirror. Or, or... Or. Or. It was a magic mirror. Or, or, or. He was like, mirror, mirror, mirror on, on the, the wall. wall. <laughs> Who's the stoniest dude of all? And the mirror said, dude. In 1992, it was me. <laughs> it's totally you, man. It's me, man. Dude. He, he's like, Take Sweet. Me. So the magic mirror said, dude. We live in a shithole called Pennsylvania. That's right. I just ruined Barbara Pennsylvania, too. You got to take me home with you, man. We are so in trouble. And he's like, dude, really? Yeah. We can like, smoke weed together, watch a little bit of MTV. No, I know why he wanted the mirror. Huh. That's a big fucking line <laughs> with a full-length mirror. That dude's got me beat when I was Didn't using. Didn't say a full-length mirror, just said a mirror. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Did, no, it just on me. 1990s, dude. He had to chop it up. <laughs> that mm-hmm. or a CD case. <laughs> oh yes, and a rolled up dollar bill. <laughs> Ain't nothing less than a twenty, buddy. Nothing less than a twenty. <laughs> I, I used to be able to do it with one hand. I can. You can still can. I can. Yeah, probably yeah. Um, but anyways, then he left the property, and when. She, uh, when Joan got home, she reported the burglary to the police, right? Mm-hmm. Which, understandable. Hang on. Dang it. I'm double-clicking for a reason. Ugh. Anyways, four days later, Joan's neighbor called the police to report strange noises coming from Joan's apartment. The neighbor reported that she heard screams and that the stereo had been on for three days. Maybe the screams was a sign of passion. I've, I've dated a lot of screamers. I'm a screamer. The neighbor. Thank you. I just threw up my sandwich. Uh-huh. No problem. The neighbor had tried to alert Joan by repeatedly ringing her doorbell, but nobody answered. So finally, on day four, she calls the authorities, which I'm sorry, I probably would have after day one. Um, when the police arrived to investigate the scene, they found Joan Burghart 
dead after she had been viciously beaten to death. Holy fuck. Uh-huh. An autopsy was performed and the true extent of her injuries was discovered. She had been hit on the head more than 37 times. <laughs> and a pair of boxers with semen stains were recovered from the apartment, which led the investigators to believe that a male had been present and masturbated at the scene of the crime. Um, I masturbate a lot. That could have been me. It probably was. I could have been just passing by and well, masturbating. Well, in 1992. No, you probably weren't in Allentown about then. No, no, I wasn't. I know I know where I was. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, weren't you in California going to school? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So after this murder, Harvey was now on the lookout for his next victim. Um, on In June of 1993, he abducted 15-year-old Charlotte Schmoyer. Uh, she was on her local paper route when she f- and when she failed to deliver papers to her frequent customers, they became concerned about her, you know, like shit happened. And local residents started to search for her and found her cart abandoned, the newspaper cart abandoned on the side of the road. Now, the police arrived and took a look at the scene, and based on the evidence that they were able to recover, it was apparent that she had been taken somewhere against her will. So I'm assuming there were signs of a struggle. She had to go to a fucking Walmart during welfare day. Nobody likes to go to Walmart either. I love to go to Walmart. I know you do. It's not like doing it on the first of the month, man. I hate Walmart, period. The trailer park all fucking unloads. And pretty soon, I've got everybody and their fucking mother in there. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. I got nothing against people that are that are on assistance. That's your own fucking business. But I say go to Walmart then because I don't know why it is, especially in my neighborhood, where because it's your neighborhood. Uh, Have you seen sh- this neighborhood? Uh, no, I live in a crappy neighborhood. I can't help it. Well, I can, but I'm lazy and I don't want to move. Um, the first month though, God, it's like a fucking demilitarized zone, no. dealing with every fucking low life on the planet. Yeah. So the police launched an extensive search and discovered her body buried in a wooded area under a stack of logs. Um, she had been stabbed 22 times and had been sexually assaulted. Ooh, I kind of saw the sexual assault. Yeah, coming. me too. Um, so he con- Harvey continued to commit his crimes. And on June 17th of 1993, he burglarized the home of a couple who had gone on vacation for a few days. Uh, Three days later, though, on June 22nd, Harvey broke into another neighbor's house and attacked a woman and then raped her five-year-old daughter. Whoa, what the fuck? Wait, wait. He strangled the child, too, but she survived. Kudos for the daughter. Yeah. Did your researcher say who this child is? No, it's... she did say, for obvious reasons, so the child's name was never identified, which I understand. But you know Fuck. what? I want to send that family a goddamn gift basket. Like, for real. No shit, yo. Because to go through that Fuck, and to be strangled man. and still survive, I God just... God damn. Yeah. And it didn't... I mean, she doesn't even say if the mom survived, but I'm assuming maybe not. You know? I'm I'm just I'm I'm disgusted. Anything yeah. with fucking kids, man. Yeah. Anything with fucking kids. Yeah. Me too. Already. Me too. Already. I hate this motherfucker, and yeah. we're we're only a few minutes in, and I already hate this cocksucking motherfucker piece oh, yeah. of shit. We'll see, and that, like I said, that's why my researcher warned me because you know we've told them that we don't really like to do kids, but warn us in advance. You know, don't let me fall I'm, into it. I just fucking yeah. That's. 
God, I'm just... Well... So fucking pissed. I know. I just... I I feel for this girl. I do feel for her. Because remember when we did... Um, Anton Coleman and Deborah Brown. Yes. And some of, and the girl that survived when her cousin didn't yep. and everything that I can just imagine what this five-year-old went through. It's got to be absolutely terrifying because at, at five years old, you watch your mom get beat and, and assaulted. You, normally you're pretty trusting of most people at five, Mostly. at five years old. That's why you got to keep an eye on your oh, kids yeah. because there's assholes like this Harvey dude. It's Harvey Robinson, dude. Oh Yeah. And, you know, but you just watched your mom get beat, and now you're going to get beat, and he raped her, too? Yeah. And what strangled f- her. What a fucking... Yeah. Dick. Piece of fucking yeah. garbage. Coward. Right I, I agree. I agree. I honestly wish I could go toe-to-toe with him yeah. with 15, for 15 minutes, and I'm not quite in the shape that I was in my 20s. Yeah. I'll take you for fucking 15. I don't care if you've been working out yeah, all fucking a, day, Harvey. i got a bad fucking arm. I'll go toe-to-toe with you. Yeah. I'm, and that's not me being a macho man. I'm just pretty sure that you're coward fucking ass. I'd own you in three yeah. minutes. I'd the, fucking own see, you. It's people like this. God, and, just irritates the fucking well, me. Not just that. It's people like this tell me. It's like, how do I put this? I don't like feeling this aggressive. That's my problem. No, it's. And this motherfucker makes me just aggressive as No, fuck. but what I'm trying to say is people like this. Don't have the balls to go up against somebody who's strong of mind. You know what I mean? Who are strong mentally or whatever, or can defend themselves. And yeah, no. My only my only catharsis in this is is in my head since he did do a kid. I am hoping that you are getting anal fucked by the biggest guy that's hung like a goddamn horse. I hope that you're. Butthole has to get stitched together. See, that's m- why I monthly. We need to write the letter, and then I'll edit all uh, all this out because <laughs> we want him to write us back. Yeah, but, uh, um, well, okay. So, like, if, yeah. he, if he's raping and killing full grown women, yeah, no, that that's fucked it, up. It is fucked that, up. It's fucked up. You know, but you involved a fucking kid, and that I don't know, and I'm still psychoanalyzing myself on this shit to this day at why that particular thing flips my bitch switch. Like it makes it makes me go from hey you know most people can be reformed and you know let's, let's help people out let's yeah. get some mental you know help in there to sit there going uh, no we need to dismember him and See, keep him my, alive as long as possible while we're torturing him. My switch gets flipped because of the abuse the you know sexual trauma I went through as a child. I don't know totes you know totes for ghosts, so man. and I believe it has a lot to do with your abuse too as a child you know because we know what it's like to be defenseless yes and can't fight back. Right. So, you know, and, you know, of course, you know, whenever I hear about kids, I think about mine. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah, true. Mine, too. And, and granted, you know, I I've never been the, the best father to any of my kids. I'll admit that because I've made my share of fuck ups. But I, I fucking love my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, even when they're a pain in the ass, I love my fucking kids. Yeah, my son is 21 years old and at least a foot taller than me. And I still feel the need to protect him. Huh, that's me with my son. Yeah. Like, for reals, if anybody did anything to my son, because Jake is like a, he is six foot or six foot one, something like that, and I'm only 5'10", because I shrank. Um, but if anybody laid their hand on my kid, that'd be it. Yeah. That'd be it. I would make it my life goal to torture that motherfucker. Yeah. My son could hold his own and, you know, defend himself, but you know what? No. No. Don't hurt my kid. I go from a really nice guy to yeah. somebody that could be somebody's worst nightmare pretty damn quick when it comes to my kids. Right, exactly. So um, his crimes continued, and on June 28th, have you noticed that it's like 
almost back to back here, 17th, yes. 22nd, 28th. Um, he broke into the home of John and Denise, and their name is Sam Cali, S-A-M hyphen Cali, C-A-L-I. And bear um, with me while I'm texting because I'm psychoanalyzing somebody else. Who are you psychoanalyzing now? Uh, a person that you and I know is having an issue, and I'm helping them through that. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways, Denise. Oh, Denise um, was home alone, and John was out of town when she awoke to noises coming from the walk-in closet. Um, she successfully fled the house, but not the assailant. Um, Harvey viciously beat and raped her, but she fought back. Check this out. This woman, she, I mean, Denise Sam Kelly, I love her. She punched and bit him, and later that bite mark would be used as evidence against him in his trial. Sweetheart, if yeah. you're listening to this, the one who bit him, yeah, Denise, kudos to you, baby. Yes, Denise, I'll tell you what, and I mean this with all my heart. You fucking, if, if, you, can, if you hear this podcast and you send us an email, I'm going to send you something. Yeah. I'm going to send you uh, Maybe some, I'll try to see if shit. I can find her. Yeah, because yeah. honest to God, and I, I say this, this isn't even one of my jokes. That takes, that, that takes a lot of bravery. But that's what women should do. Exactly. Scratch and bite and fight. It, it takes a lot of bravery. your DNA and, uh, yeah. and their DNA are on you. And yeah. you're on them. Yes. Do it. Because then, you know, it helps. It really helps. Her tail is getting worse. I know. She's not her tail. She's um, talking to the fucking neighbors now. And then um, the sounds of her screams alerted the neighbors, and he was forced to flee the scene. Okay. Now, she... Despite him almost being caught, he broke into the home of 47-year-old Jessica Jean Fortney about a month later. She was found brutally murdered in her living room. And during the attack, he didn't know he was being watched by Jessica's, Jessica's young granddaughter, who had witnessed everything. Like how young are we talking it, here? She didn't say it's not in here. Um, but she witnessed everything and he didn't know she was there. Thank goodness. Cause I'm pretty sure I know what he would have done to her. Oh yeah. But she was able to give the police a complete description of what happened and what the guy looked like. Fabulous. That yes. once again, that takes extreme bravery. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So the police decided that he was their prime suspect. They knew who he was. Good. But he didn't know that they knew. <laughs> um, and he decided, you know, and I'm sorry, people, do not ever do this. I'm glad he did, but he decided his next move would be return to the home of Denise Sam Kelly and try to finish his job. So after the first break-in, Denise and her husband had a security system installed, okay? He tried to enter their home again on July 18th of 1993 through the back door, but the alarm went off and caused him to run away. The police decided to set up a full-time surveillance outside Denise's home. And on July 31st, Harvey came back again to try again. Good. You know what, Harvey? I am glad that you're that damn stupid. That is, that is stupid upon stupid. That's like he got a touch of the stupid. Oh, yeah. No, he. I bet his finger poked through the, the toilet paper. Got a touch of the dumb. Got a touch of the dumb. So Officer Brian Lewis actually witnessed Harvey attempting to break into the property and pursued him. 
after Harvey failed to surrender and there was an exchange of gunfire. They the, shot him in the dick. No, please the tell police me shot officer him in the dick. shot him, and, but he was injured and he got away. <sighs> now, but the, they knew he was injured. So the police informed all of the local hospitals that an injured murder suspect was on the loose and might be trying to go get help. <laughs> and a few hours later, 18-year-old Harvey walked into the Lehigh Valley Hospital in Allentown seeking treatment for a gunshot wound, and they apprehended him. Fantastic. Yeah. So I'm so glad that this dude is that fucking stupid. Well, keep... You return to the scene of a crime not once, twice. twice. <laughs> that is stupid. That is next level dumb, right that there. That is Jesus next Christ. level dumb. You know, you, you know, there, Harvey. Honestly, you make uh, the Beavis and Butthead of uh, Lucas and Tool. You make them look smart, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> like a lot, I a mean, lot. a lot. <laughs> so, because yeah, even they kudos. didn't return to the crime, did they? No. No. <laughs> well, only later when they took the authorities out there, but yeah, right. But even to did... places they didn't. <laughs> they run a three-hour tour, man. Say <laughs> Gilligan's Island going on with fucking Lucas and Tool. So yeah. Harvey, Harvey Robinson. I thought that Lucas and Tool were the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet. No, this is a special kind of. Story. No, you are. You are so special, so special for being yeah. that dumb. You're a special kind of stupid. But um, so with his DNA, eyewitness accounts and all of the physical evidence against him, he was sentenced to 97 years in prison and three death penalties. Jesus His lawyers did manage to get two of the three death penalties overturned, but one still there. So because he was 18 when he committed his crime and... That's when he was sentenced to death on. So it sticks. It's not the under yeah. 18 rule. <laughs> Beauty. I know. You're really a special kind of stupid. You should have done it all when you were 17, dumbass. He should have done it all, man. Because it's goddamn. That's just. That's, I would say he's a bucket of stupid. But no, you're a 55 gallon drum of stupid yeah, with more to spare. He is like uh, three McNuggets short of a four piece kid's meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, like it when they have happy endings like this. Yeah. So while he was in prison, though, Harvey converted to Islam, and he's currently still on death row. Um, he's actually being housed in a prison in Collegeville, Pennsylvania. And like I said, I'm going to write to him because he's only 48. Um, Dear Harvey Robinson, you're a dumbass, <laughs> and I hope that you're getting butt raped. Yeah. Are you being butt raped? You know he's going to probably hear this fucking show, and then he's going to say, "I'm not talking to you because your co-host is a is a fucking asshole." That's yeah, all. yeah, I am. That's I am okay. an asshole. You know. So who's your cellmate? Who's next to you? Can I get his name and number? <laughs> um, Him and I can be friends. So Harvey is also sp- suspected of the attempted murder of a lady by the name of Leslie Gerhart. Uh, it was a crime committed five years before Jones' murder. During that incident, an intruder removed the screen from the bedroom window and entered her house while she was staying over with a friend. The intruder began beating Leslie with a brick, but ran away when her friend started to scream. Uh, Apparently, Harvey and Leslie attended elementary school together, and he is suspected of stalking her via telephone and in person in the weeks before the attack. That's why he's the prime suspect there. Beauty. Another touch of the stupid. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, this one is a total, um, arg- uh, not argument, but a discussion in childhood psychology because number one is now my, um, my, my researcher didn't leave me any thoughts on this one. And I understand why, because I know where she was mentally with this one. Cause her and I talked about it. Um, but my thing is, is he witnessed what his dad did to his mother. And I took a note on this. And he, you know what I mean? He was a witness to it. He saw what his mother went through. Whether he was abused or not, I don't think really matters a lot. Even, I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Um, my question is to you, how do I put this? I know it's nurture, 100% nurture, but why idolize the parent that inflicted the pain and not the one that rescued you from the pain? Oh my God. I'm glad that you actually asked because I I was ready for this when you said it. Yeah. I mean, I know, I kind of know the answer, but I want you to weigh in here. Clear your throat. Um, Me, 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 me. Not you, 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 you. Oh, it is about me. (laughs) Go ahead. It's really easy to get a false idolization in your head over, especially an absentee parent. So mom leaves when he when uh, when he's like three years old, right? Takes okay. him. Okay. So really, all you have is everything that you've been inputted—not just visually, but what your mom is telling you. But as we develop and our brains are growing, we start to doubt things. But, well, he couldn't have been that bad. Okay. I mean, and I wonder what she did to him. So it's really easy to get that yeah, ideology. Because he was three when she left, so his memories wouldn't have been. Exactly. Yeah, okay, I get that. Okay. So now you're wanting your dad. But what you don't realize is you've already been once. This is a week of programming, I can tell already. You've already been programmed with all this violence. Okay. And now you're kind of wanting to take it out on your mom a little bit. This is a little Freudian thing without wanting to fuck her. Because your mom, yeah. Took you away from your dad. Yeah. Okay. No, because I do have a side note to that. And so I didn't keep hear, going. I didn't hear anything about a stable male role model or anything like that, which I can't blame the mom for that because Mm-mm. how do you trust a dude after you've lived through something like that of constantly having the shit knocked True. out of you? True. Hang on, I got to plug in my cell phone. But go I was wondering what the hell you were doing, like a vibrator or what the fuck you got going on. I don't on plug there. in my vibrator. That's too much. No, maybe I it's should. It's gas-powered. <laughs> my God, we're just <laughs> But, um, so it's, it's really easy for a child to idolize an absentee parent that they know very, very, very little about. True. You know? Um, I, will, I will give you that one. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, oh, well, because I do have a side note about that. Um, Because when my mom chose to leave my father, who I've talked about was very abusive, physically abusive to my mother, verbally and physically abusive to my older sister. Um, And my mom thought she was doing the best she could for me by getting me out before anything could, because she thought more was coming towards me. Um, And so when she did leave him, um, she cut off all ties with him. She left the state, told her family, you don't know where I am. He is not to know where I am. I don't want him near his daughter. And she burned all of his pictures. I didn't even know what my father looked like. So I hero worshipped him. I, there you go. Yeah, I hero worshipped him because of all the other things I suffered, you know, went through as a child. To me, my dad would have protected me, you know? 
Um, granted, I have said since I've, I did meet my father and don't get me wrong. I loved my dad. I loved my daddy. And that's, that's why I can't call him man daddy is I called my dad, daddy up until the day he died. I loved him, but I didn't love him until I realized I came to, I had to come within myself that my dad would be the best dad he could be, but not the dad I wanted him to be. Correct. Okay. However, um, I, like I said, I hero worshiped him. So I see it on that level, especially if his mom cut off all contact with his father and he wasn't, you know, didn't have any contact with him. Then I can see that, that hero worship and everything else that, you know, his dad would be there to protect him and show him what a true boy. And if he got bullied in school, you know what I mean? So I do see that. Um, I just... What he did, though, it just, I have no, no words, no, no words, not at all. because that five-year-old would do, have done nothing to you. You yeah, know what no, I mean? Exactly. Exactly. What was that five-year-old going to do to you? <clears throat> no, that, that's pure hate and malice is yeah, all that is. Because a five-year-old cannot even testify in court. Right. You know, they won't even allow a five-year-old to testify in a divorce hearing. And neither so, can sheep. I want to let everybody know that. Sheep cannot. T- oh my God. I have a story for you. Go ahead. Sheep can't testify in court. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because they all lie. Badly. Badly. Daddy. I'm pretty sure you have a bunch of those out there, too. No, that was sick. It was a farm. I was lonely. I know. I know, dear. I know. (laughs) That's fucked up. That's why you're not allowed back in Montana. Um, Kidding me? I'm accepted there. As long as I wear button fly jeans and zipper scares all the sheep away. (laughs) Sick fuckers. You guys are disgusting. No, but yeah, so I did... I can see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying there. So that makes a little bit more sense to me. Now, my next question for you, I had it. Did I lose it? I can't think of it. No, never mind. I had it, but then I lost it. So that happens to me all the time. So you're done with this one? Yeah, you lose it, don't you? Not my virginity. <laughs> Your last name's not Virgin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a funny text thing we had yesterday. But yeah, no, that's all I have to say about this guy. He he disgusted me when I read through it. I was like, oh, this guy makes me grow. Yeah, this guy's a pig, man. Yeah. All right, remember you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check out the website at www.TwistedBlueLLC.com. Uh, look us up on Medium, Crime Beat that's on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs, just type in at, at uh, Brutal Nation, and we should pop right up. Uh, the show's copyrighted Boing. 2022 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved. I'm going to go boing myself out of here. <laughs> Bye-bye. We are weird. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>